Flushing girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, Miss Fine. Wow. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, the series finale of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, a podcast about the nanny, a hit sitcom from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. I am Sean Pasquale here with Victoria Sheffield. Yep. But good news. Good news. We've decided to split this up into two jam-packed finale episodes. The reason our thinking being that though the episode aired all as one, it is split into two on uh, HBO or on HBO Max or Max. (laughs) Max. (laughs) And because of that, you know, it, it, just it makes a little more sense, first of all, as people find the show uh, over time. And then if they find this podcast, it'll be a one to one with all the episodes matching up. Plus, we have more room now. And, you know, technically, we get like a, a little extra bonus episode. So we figured we'll break these two up and we will take our time cruising through what I think personally was bonkers finale <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And also just just reminding everybody that um, an interview or our interview with Mr. Peter Mark Jacobson, nanny co-creator, that is coming up and we have decided we're going to air it or we're going to um, kind of tag it on to the second half of this finale um, and we'll put time codes and all that stuff. So, you know, if you if you're like oh I just am in the mood for the interview right now you can skip ahead um, or you can just yeah. hunger down and and yeah. just make an afternoon of it you know make a day of it with the with part two of the finale and um, the interview uh, but yeah. it, it was such a, can I just say we had, we had such a lovely time uh, we'll we'll talk about it more but you guys should be excited we oh, man. It, it was it, good yeah thing. he he was so gracious with his time he answered. I feel like we exhausted every potential question we could have asked that man. Like he, he, he Except, was great. You know what? I I actually had a question that I realized after, but we'll I'll, I'll get into it Aww, when we actually do the interview. Up. I know. Well, let's scrap it and not release it at all now. <laughs> we're just just hey. delete everything. Hey, it's not um, perfect, so we're not releasing it anymore. <laughs> huh? Oh God! Can you? Imagine? All right, so Toria, what what is this episode about? This is the episode where Fran goes into labor and Niles asks Cece to marry him one last time. And yes. I believe that this this episode aired May 12th, 1999. Let me 100% wow. uh, double so check. Yeah, May, May 12th, 12th 1999. The height of people freaking out about Y2K. Oh, yeah. That was happening, right? Oh. What else was happening in 1999? Uh, everyone's very excited. We're all, we all are getting ready. We all had bought, uh, which really should have been the last of these glasses, but was the, the 2000 glasses where it was two zero zero zero. And then you had like the eyes for the zeros. That was really the best. Yeah. It doesn't really work in 2024 and people keep trying to force no. it. It doesn't work. Also, we keep saying 2024, you know, this means that this is, this may will be 25 years from, um, Whoa, like, like, Hachi that's mm-hmm. crazy. I know. And this was I what, know. May? So yeah, let's see, what else was happening in May? Years. Ready? <laughs> this May of 1999, the Oklahoma tornado outbreak, the Kosovo War. Uh, we should just, 
that's about it. That's really like, I mean, hey, two just, Swedish police officers were ro- wounded by bank robbers. Just check out the Billy Joel song and we'll be like, we didn't start the fire. And it went away. So, okay. We start off with Brand and Maxwell. They're on a beach kissing and you kind of see them from like the head, the neck up and Fran turns to Maxwell and she's like, you know, are you, a, are you still attracted to me? Even though I gained a little weight during pregnancy. And then we pan out to reveal Fran Drosher in a fat suit. And I wrote, this was the era of fat suits. And I wrote Monica from friends, the movie, just friends, shallow Howl. Uh, the nanny. I'm sure we could keep going. Like the world loved a fat suit. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I, my note was, wow, we hated fat people in the nineties. <laughs> Cause like, I, I, yes, there were fat suits everywhere, but like all of the fat suits you just named were in the context of ha ha ha. Look at how funny this person looks. They're so fat. Oh yeah, it was it was the, the fat. We talked about you know what I think the episode that I it might be last it will air last week to the listeners. You know yeah. we talked about how um, there was there's always been like a you know until very recently there's not been a lot of body positivity and an embrace of you know mm-hmm. all different kinds of beauty. But the '90s were then particularly awful because then like being underweight was in vogue. <laughs> so it yes. was just like the worst of two worlds. <laughs> but but I will say this. I will say, Mister uh, Sheffield <sighs> still seems very much in love with Fran. So I don't really think she had anything to worry about, even in her dream. Because even in the dream, he was like, "Darling, you're beautiful. Let me go get you some snacks." And then she ends up going with him because he'll quote never be able to carry them all. <laughs> and for a second, I wasn't even sure it was a dream sequence. Like I was trying to figure out how this fit into every. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Uh, but so You're then, like, wow, they did a huge time jump. <laughs> we cut out. We we cut to, to reveal that this is just a daydream or like day nightmare of Franz and she and Maxwell mm-hmm. are at the baby doctor, and yes. um, you know, Fran is you know just her regular body, but with a big pregnant belly and clearly feeling very uncomfortable and feeling like a whale. She says, <laughs> and one, so Mister Javiel takes Doctor Reynolds aside and goes. Doctor, I don't understand. My first wife gave birth to three children, and she never experienced the mood swings, the swollen ankles, the bloating. And then Fran goes, she gave birth to Gentiles. (laughs) Ten out of ten lines. One of my favorites. Yes. One of my favorites. I thought it was such a good line. Yes. It's like just little Gentile babies are already less neurotic, even in the womb. (laughs) They're already less, (laughs) like, gassy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're just less. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then for us, just like, doctor, when are these babies going to come already? And the doctor's recommending, like, some light exercise. Um, And... So, you know, we really established that the babies are going to come any day. And we also established that Fran and Maxwell's one-year anniversary is coming up that weekend. And I just wrote, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, it totally makes sense it's been a year. But, um, I mean, I guess because we blow through these faster than, well, than, you know, the actual episodes. But I was like, how has right. it been a year? I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – the next scene further establishes kind of where we are in the series because Fran is packing up the living room with Gracie to get ready for their move to California. Um, 
which is also so weird mm-hmm. just because it's like, I, you know, leaving like Fran Fine leaving New York. I just, it makes me, makes me a little melancholy. Uh, but then we find out that Gracie has her very last therapy session too, um, which I thought was a nice little like bookend to, to Gracie's, you know, um, often her like personality and subplots. Um, but she even says to Fran, she's like, you know, Fran, I'm a little conflicted. You know, how did you know that you were ready to stop therapy? And Fran goes, oh, sweetie, it was easy. I, I went to therapy because I was terrified of being single. I, I didn't think you could even be a complete person unless you were in a relationship. And she, and then, um, oh, and she's like, I was a very sick woman. And Gracie goes, how'd you get over it? And she goes, your daddy gave me this ring. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's it. And like, okay, this exact um, exchange um, made me, now I'm disappointed that Liz ended up not being on today's episode. Um, we were going to have right. Sean's wife on. It's just like a really, just like a fun, you know, we've been saying we want Liz on like for all this time. The and um, whole time. Work- yeah, yeah. Just, just to get like her hot takes. Um, but, you know, scheduling stuff didn't work out. But this is exactly why I was like, this will be a fun conversation because, um, you know, I was thinking, you know, my negative perspective, I was like this whole thing that Fran just said about like, what cured me is just getting the thing I wanted as opposed to like <laughs> actually changing internally. And yes. I wrote like, I think that's honestly probably pretty true of most people that like, I don't know that we change a lot, but that we find people that don't necessarily activate our issues as much. <laughs> so, so it's like that <laughs> thing of like, are you really growing a lot? Or maybe you just, maybe therapy just helped you choose a partner who like was just going to work better with your baggage. Like, I don't know, but I was like, Ooh, I feel like that'll be a fun um, conversation to have. Um, especially with a married couple, because I don't really actually have much experience, you know? I mean, yeah, I hear you. You know, I don't really know. I think, I mean, for specifically me and Elizabeth, uh, you know, we, I don't nest, I don't think that we found people that just don't trigger our shit. Cause then it would just be like, I think that would be boring, honestly. Like, I think mm-hmm. what Elizabeth and I have done is we found we found a, a partner in each other who really um, we 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 really respect each other's like emotional states. So, like, you know, if Elizabeth comes to me and is like, "I am feeling away," and you've made me feel this way by what blah blah blah, whether you meant to or not. Like, I don't go like, I don't like kind of discount that. I I do really try really hard to figure out like, well, why did I do that? And like, how do I stop doing that? Because like, Mm. I don't want to make her feel that way, you know? And she does the same for me. So for us, Mm. it really is a matter of like, and it, it's not easy. And like, we fuck up all the time and like forget and like do the thing that we said we weren't going to do and have to remind each other. But like, it is at least for us, like a, you know, a continuous uh, sort of journey to like try to be better for each other so that we, we, you know, are the least, like, we both want to be the, the least, uh, you know, um, tumultuous thing in each other's lives. You know, like there's so much mm-hmm. other exterior bullshit everywhere at all times that it, we just both want to be like safety for each other, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, well, it's interesting. I was like, I bet you that they 
have, I was like, I bet you that Sean and Liz will have a different perspective, which is no, no. I think it's like actually totally possible that you grow and you change. And I was like, and that's why they're in a loving marriage. And I am Toria J. Savio. Next scene. Okay. So then we have next scene. Fran is, um, she's on the couch watching TV in workout gear. Um, and Niles is, he comes in, he's like, everything's ready for the anniversary party. I booked the restaurant, ordered the flowers, picked out the cake. And now I'm on my way to hand deliver these invitations now. And then she goes, Oh, if all that work doesn't bring on these babies, I don't know what will <laughs> as if she just did it all. And then sit Sylvia and Yetta arrive with a workout tape because again, she's supposed to do some like light exercise to induce labor. And it's really funny beat. Cause they end up all just like, you you look cut to the uh, workout video and then you just hear Fran go, I don't know how this is supposed to induce labor. And then we cut to the three of them on the couch eating snacks while watching. <laughs> <laughs> and and actually when Sylvia first came in, um, it's so funny. So the these lines on paper, not that remarkable, but the way that um they, I, I, they are remarkable and, think, and that I think they wrote it for Renee Taylor and they knew what she would do with these words. But it was literally mm-hmm. just the line is, and I picked up some things at the counter, like at the video store, uh, peanut butter cups, chocolate chips, licorice. But what she, the way she says it is, and I picked up some things at the counter and she goes, peanut butter. She takes it out and then she goes, chocolate chips. And she takes it out and then she goes, like orange. No, I didn't even say it right. It was like, like orange. I can't. She also, was so excited. She was screeching. Also, Yetta's workout outfit is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes. I yes, love and, when that she, and when she comes in, Niles goes, goes, I don't think I've ever seen you in leggings. And then she goes, Do you want to see me out of them? <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a great line. Uh maybe we didn't get up there yet. Yeah, she's got a great line when they when she which she goes, uh what did you do on your anniversary? And yet it goes, we fled Poland. <laughs> yes. yes, that comes later. No, that comes later because Maggie goes, what'd you do, Sylvia? And she's like, oh, we went to Puerto Rico. And, then, and you, Yetta, we fled Poland. <laughs> um, okay, so we established Fran's been trying to make these babies move. Um, and then we go to the anniversary party that night or maybe a few days later, and, you know, it's a big, nice, fancy party, as rich people do, and Morty actually gets up and he sings a song, a lovely song. It was song. cute. It was He's cute. Like, it, was a, it was time after time, but not like the 80s one. Not like time after time. It was time after time. Do, 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 do. I yeah. can't sing Shit, it wasn't but, uh if you're lost and you look and you will find me time after time not it would have been better if it was that he also dances with maxwell which i thought was really fun oh this is one of my favorite <laughs> jokes and it made me love morty where um so he sings the song and brandon <laughs> maxwell are like dancing and holding each other and looking at each other super lovingly while they sit while he sings and they like really let that moment breathe which was good for the finale and then yes. when he's yes. done, Morty comes over and he goes, hey, may I cut in? And then he he, then he grabs Maxwell to dance, like as a goof. And then yeah. and then she's like, dad. And he goes, uh, I was thinking about that while I was singing. 
<laughs> I just, I just loved that little, that little character detail that he's like so pleased that he thought of this hilarious joke while sacking <laughs> It was such a real, it felt so real. Um, it really did. <laughs> and then we kind of have this, um, this nice little sequence where we're kind of, um, you know, moving to little different scenes around the party, seeing what everyone's up to. And so Sylvia's dancing with Mr. Sheffield and then Niles is dancing with Cece. And um, in fact, Cece's like, isn't life strange? We hated each other for 20 years. I mean, every time I saw you, I wanted to retch. And Niles just goes, dip me. <laughs> she dips him. And then, like, Maxwell brings Fran over to the window and points to the sky. And he's he put, I love you, Fran, on the Goodyear plan. <laughs> hey, did you um, notice? Uh, did you notice the boom mic in this shot? No. Yep. Where? Uh, Where? So right as they cross to the the like the top of the like the window they like walk up some steps to get to the window right as they go the camera sort of pans up to follow them and you get like a you know second and a half boom mic in the shot and then it and then it adjusts and then the camera moves a little bit more and you see it adjust again <laughs> and it's it's my favorite thing to find in in film and tv i love when i see a boom mic it's like it's nobody's fault it happens but boy do i love when i see it makes me happy every um, time i feel like there's some shows where it happens more than others <laughs> it's just you're like somebody's a little below the below uh the yeah. skill level that they should be with. Yes, 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 yes. If it happens um, more than once, it's too much. But like every once in a while, you go like, oh, look at that. Whoops. Yeah. Oops. A little oopsie. Um, and so, okay, wait. So we got the Goodyear blimp. And then we go back to Niles and CC, And he, you know, and remember, this, they have been uh, hooking up like rabbits for weeks and weeks now. And <laughs> They both seem blissfully happy. And this is all after, you know, they had such a terrible fight that they almost both left their jobs. Um, yeah. over the fact that like she didn't want to be with him at the end, but then, but then, Hey, she fell into it and she's been getting a real wild, uh, bang town time. <laughs> um, but so, but so anyway, <laughs> he very earnestly and for real, asked her to marry him. And then now yes. it's like, it feels earned and he even has a ring and she yeah. kind of literally looks like she's going to be sick and she like just runs off. And then Fran and Maxwell come over to see what happens. And Niles explains, you know, I just, I asked her to marry me and, and she just ran off and, and maybe I should go after her. And Maxwell's like, no, wait, wait. And he's like, well, why? And he's like, well, because Fran, who I'm sure is no longer behind me, will report back from Yanta Central. <laughs> and then sure enough, we see Fran is already across the room somehow, like leaving to go follow Cece. So he's basically like, you know, Fran will go figure out like what's going on in Cece's head. Yeah. And uh, Fran catches up to Cece just as she's getting into the an elevator. And she goes, she goes, Miss Backwalk. And then she goes, do you want to be alone? And Cece's like, Yes. And then Fran steps into the elevator with her and goes, okay, we're alone. <laughs> I love I love that. Completely unself-aware. Like, you, you want to be alone? Okay. Now we're alone. <laughs> Assuming she couldn't possibly invent, like, also no Fran. Like, I just and, want to be by myself. Exactly. Yes, yes. And so the elevator doors close and, you know, yep. CC, she's basically like, you know, you know, 
I don't know why Niles wants to marry me and ruin everything. Everything's going so well. What's he even thinking? And Fran's like, because he loves you. And she's like, and why don't you want to marry him? It's it's not so easy finding a guy like that. The man irons rags. (laughs) (laughs) And then just as that happens, the elevator, it like starts to shake and then it stalls. And like the lights flicker on and off for a second. And then they are trapped. Like it is completely stuck. And of course, classic. Moments later, Fran starts to go into labor, which and Cece says, "Cross your legs." <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that, yes, Cece panics. Like we come back from like I would would have been a commercial break. Cece's trying to light a cigarette, and because <laughs> she's so she's so panicked, and Fran's which like, is put so that funny with a pregnant lady. <laughs> I know. Well, Fran goes, "Put that away. It's bad for the babies." Cece's like, "What does it matter? We're gonna die anyway." <laughs> and Fran's like. I don't know what Niall sees in you. And he's like, me either. Um, which I think is actually like totally getting to the heart of Cece's psychology with all of this. Like as much as Absolutely. she fronted, you know, a few weeks ago that like, well, she would never marry Niles because he's beneath her. You know, the real root of this is she's like, I don't think I'm lovable. And, you Absolutely. know, yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna crash and burn if, if he actually starts to, really see me from me, you know? Absolutely. Um, like, yeah. She's terrified. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Fran's even like, you know, your problem is you're scared. And then, and then Fran starts to scream and she's like, the babies are coming. And that's when Cece's like, cross your legs. And then, and then, uh, the, the pain subsides for a little bit. And Cece uses that opportunity to quickly go back to herself. Cause she's like, are you okay? Good. Then let's get back to me. Um, and I was like, wow, but that's some growth for Cece to have even asked about for <laughs> And then, and she's like, how do I know, you know, I wouldn't be making a huge mistake. And Fran's like, you don't, but you'll never know if you don't take a chance. And that mm-hmm. will feel even worse. Like even while lying on the floor with babies imminently coming, like Fran is giving really good, um, like emotional advice. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 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 CC Niles stuff is is always interesting to me because their like their relationship for so long is based in like them taking jabs at each other, you know, which like isn't really a great basis for a relationship (laughs) because they're never building each other up. They're only ever tearing each other down, which is, I think why Cece ends up in this state of mind here. Right. It's, it's because it's what you said, right? It's she, she doesn't believe she's lovable and really nothing about their relationship with each other has ever made her feel that way. Cause that's not the nature of their relationship really. Uh, right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I agree. Yeah. So like that is, that was my read on, on all of this was like, well, I mean, he's never said like sweet things to her. He's never built her up and made her feel like so incredibly loved. They just like jab at each other and it's fun. And clearly there's like a flirtation there, but like, you know, to, 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 to PMJ's, not to get, you know, spoiled the interview, but, but to PMJ's point, like, it makes perfect sense to me that these two would eventually not be together because it's not real. <laughs> I don't think, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so true. Oh, I can't wait till we yeah. get to that part of the interview. Um, audience, what's yeah. uh, your appetites? Uh, so, <laughs> um, okay. So 
they're in the elevator and you know, just again, like Cece's like going on and on about her own neuroses about this while Fran is just like kind of trying to answer questions, but is also she like- pulls out a flask like, at one point. <laughs> yes, yes. And then and at one point Cece goes, she's like, do you think I have what it takes to be a good wife? And Fran goes, no, but he does. <laughs> Basically being like, you'll make it because he'll make it for you guys. he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Well, and then Um, we go to one of my favorite parts of this whole episode. We go back to the party. Mr. Sheffield is sitting next to Niles, and Niles is, like, completely miserable, like, head in his hands, because remember, Cece had just run out on him, and he's just like, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm destined to die an old maid. Mr. Sheffield (laughs) goes, literally, and starts to chuckle to himself, like, truly, like, as always, like, you know, um, what is it? Um, Minimizing Niles' pain. Yes, always, always. But... But then this was cute. But then he he really does try to be sensitive. And he's like, well, old man, you know, you've certainly kept me happy these 25 years. And right as he says it, this woman holding flowers or like selling flowers comes around and she's like, would you like a, would you like a flower for your partner? Mm -hmm. And at first, Mr. Sheffield's going to be like, "Uh, no, no, I mean, we're not, we're not. And then Niles just looks like off to the side, even more forlornly, like, I'm, I don't even have you or like, I'm not even lovable for this. Or like, and, and then Mr. Chevy goes, I, I, I'll take the rose <laughs> or, or like, I'll take the red one. So he's going to buy his butler a rose. <laughs> just, I love their relationship so much. They're so um, cute. I mean, they've known each other since they were children. Right. So it's like, they, they're adorable <laughs> together. <laughs> um, and then, you know, then they eventually all realize that, you know, Fran and Cece are trapped in the elevator and they like run off to go figure that situation well, that's a out. Great, that's a great line because someone runs in and goes, the elevator's stuck. There's people stuck in the elevator and it's, and it's like 30 floors below and you can hear a lady talking and Maxwell goes, oh God, it's Fran. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's my wife. Yeah. Um, and then um, we go back to the elevator and this was this scene was so cute as well. Like now they're both sitting on the floor, and Cece is trying to distract Fran by leading them in song, and they're singing "Separate Ways" by Journey. And then Cece goes, "Everyone now!" And then Fran and her start to sing, and she goes, "Just the pregnant girls." And then only Fran sings, and it's just so funny to say like "just the blank" when there's only two people. <laughs> like, like <laughs> um, and it's but it was really cute. She is really trying to keep her her uh, Fran's spirits up, and. Then things start to get really bad, um, and ju- and then they hear everyone else on the other side of the door. And Cece, um, she yells out, "She's like Niles, Niles! Like I, I have an answer to your question." 
I would love to marry you. And he <laughs> is so thrilled that he pries open these doors with his bare it's hands. And so even like funny. the elevator tech guy couldn't do it with like a crowbar. <laughs> um, also, wait, just, you know, are we, I'm, I think we can hear you tapping or typing. On the oh, mic. sorry. I was trying to. I was trying to change my notes here. I was adding a, a thought that I wanted to bring up. But go ahead. Um, I just don't want them to think that you're um, sending your emails. <laughs> um, no, no, but, no. I, I, I wanted to. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but so he pries open those doors and they kiss and everyone congratulates them and like surrounds them and then they suddenly remember Franz lying on the floor in labor and. <laughs> And my note here is I am loving how sarcastic Fran is during her late pregnancy because yes. um, she's she's it's like a slightly different side of her that we don't often see. Um, like Maxwell's literally like, like, darling, you stay right there. And she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> like, as if he's the biggest idiot in the you're, world because of course like, I'm going to go anywhere, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he kind of like yells orders at everybody and they all go off into separate directions. Like, you know, go, you know, go grab Franz, go back, go, you know, to the hospital, like a check-in started. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to the hospital, Franz in a gurney, um, Mm -hmm. getting wheeled in, yelling for an epidural. And then we kind of have this, again, this fun little thing where we sort of just, it's like a very active shot. It's like a one shot, but we're kind of seeing, yeah, we're seeing where everybody is in this moment. And it's like, we pan over and, um, Sylvia's walking in and she's going, oh, where does the time go? Just yesterday, she was a spinster, <laughs> which is very funny. And then, and then it kind of pans over to Yetta and Yetta's sitting yeah. in front of a vending machine. And she goes, she's like, go lemons. I love Vegas. <laughs> like she clearly thinks she's in front of a slot machine. And then we go back over to Cece, who's walking in with Niles and she's very nauseous and, and you know, she's clearly wondering if she made a mistake. Like you can see like the look on her face. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the end of the finale. That's part it. one. Yeah. Yep. As it, as it aired on HBO, it's, it's a bit of a, like, yeah, I can totally see why, like, you know, had this aired on its own, um, like on CBS at the time, it would have been like kind of a very abrupt ending to this episode. Um, yep. because it didn't even really end on like a to be continued cliffhanger, but, but again, it all aired as one, um, but that's, that was, I loved, <clears throat> I loved the last shot of this episode. I thought it was really, really, really good. And we don't really see, you don't get a lot of camera movement like that in three camera shows like sitcoms. So it was, it was like a nice change of pace. I really liked it. I thought it was great. And I thought this was, I mean, again, it's, it's weird to judge it as like one part. Right. But I thought this was a great beginning to a finale episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, um very right. funny. Should we get into should segments? We, I think we should. And so. now, segments. Are we ready for segments? We are so ready for segments. Let's go. Um, segments? All right, so it's segment time. Segments. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segments? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments uh, with Sean and Toria. <laughs> I hope you lit a cigarette during that. <laughs> I, I I almost was like, I I thought we already, for, I was like, this sounds so familiar, but I think it's just because maybe it sounds so right. <laughs> I don't know. I You know what? It's really funny about that. I couldn't remember if I played that one or not, but it was the only one I had left. And 
we've got I've got a second episode. <laughs> so well, I, I, we may have, we may have already heard that segment's theme. And if we did enjoy it again for the first time. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll just do the OG. Maybe. Mm. Maybe we um, will. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. Um, then, and, okay. Okay. So, favorite lines and moments. There was a lot to love in this one, huh? Oh, yeah. Did you notice Yetta's Goodfellas shirt? I did. <laughs> I love the Yetta. Like, she's so freaking cool because she doesn't oh, care. She doesn't care. She clearly got some bargain. It was black, gold letters, very, very um, just tacky and bold, but in like a very, like it'd be very in style right now for like people, like a 20 year old. And um, also um, I loved when um, Yetta goes, when my Sylvia was born, she was nine and a half pounds. And then Sylvia's like, that's not so unusual. And she goes, it was if you're a preemie. (laughs) I liked Fran saying, yeah. I can't fit into a little sports car, but I can fit into a big French restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, again, I loved um, Mr. Sheffield buying Niles a rose. And I love yep. Cece um, t- doing her best to lead Fran in a group song <laughs> on the floor. And I love so that they good. both got into it is what made me laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. They sang, uh, that was Burt Backrack, right? I'll never fall in love again. Yeah, what do you get when you- Yeah, you know, as we all know, famously from Austin Powers. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, I also really liked the, you know, I mean, we pointed it out already, but cross your leg. It's Fran screaming, the babies are coming. And Cece screaming, cross your legs is really funny. Yeah, Cece also it's- screams a line from Gone with the Wind where she goes, oh. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. <laughs> I love that. And then, and then Fran responds appropriately with, frankly, Miss Babcock, I don't give a damn. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was it was just very fun. And um, oh, my God, I, 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 we're just repeating it now because I said so many of these, but I loved when Morty cut in and the gag was he, he – uh, tried to dance with Mr. Sheffield. I, I love that type of humor. <laughs> it's too. like not quite, here's the thing. It's not dad joke humor, you know? It's no, it's really. more a, it's it's like a very specific silliness that I it's my favorite. I love it when people have that um energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean I do too. I I that's why I I highlighted that even as we were talking about it. I thought that was so funny. Um anything else? Uh, no, nothing that I didn't mention really. I mean, the way I called out the, the Poland line, um, you know, the, yeah, no, the, the Gentiles line, we both highlighted as being very funny. She gave birth to Gentiles. It was very, very funny. <laughs> um, no, so then speaking of, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't do this when we started, but this episode, by the way, this part one of this is credited to Karen Lucas as the writer. Uh, just FYI. Mm, and Peter okay. Mark Jacobson directed uh, the finale. I, I only yeah. specify because part two is credited to different writers, interestingly enough. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if that's even accurate. Um, I don't know. But so for Yiddish, we have Tukis and Yenta. Yep. Um, and Tukis comes from, yeah, <laughs> he comes comes from when um, 
uh, when Maxwell's dancing with Sylvia and she's like, you know, you're such a good son-in-law. I know sometimes, you know, our family can be a pain in the tuchus. And instead of being like, no, no, of course not. He's like, oh, it's okay. I've gotten used to it. And then she has this look on her face and he clearly is like, oh, oh no, <laughs> wrong answer. Um, and then, okay, for Nanny Trivia. This yeah, was from Sophia, who sent us that great email. We've referenced it a few times, and I have been using it um, for trivia, um, which makes me feel a little lazy because usually I go digging. But, you know, I was sort of like, hey, when the universe provides, you know, when, when the universe sends you a boat, you know, <laughs> you know that old joke, right? I, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, listeners, if you want to know the joke, we'll tell you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you on Instagram. Uh, it's not like a dirty joke. It's just, you know, we've been, we've been babbling a lot. (laughs) So, um, okay. So for Nanny Trivia, she says, as a half Russian person, I've seen a few episodes of the equivalent Moya Prekransnaya Nanya. I'm I'm sure that's not how you say it. I apologize to our Russian speakers who've listened. Um, and that translates to my fair nanny. Uh, she says, which is mostly abysmal. <laughs> um, Suzanne Gangerski and Jane Hamill both wrote original episodes for it. Some of them were based on premises. Hamill says had been rejected by CBS. The Russian version followed the original word for word until the end of season five when their Fran and Max did not marry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. When their Fran and Max married, Niles and Cece also paired. And there's a not so bad episode in which their Russian variants battle with her attempt to. What? And so I was. And there's a not so bad episode in which their Russian variants. um, So I think, you know, their Russian equivalents. Yeah. um, Battle with her. In in an attempt to hide him from her friends. So I I think she's saying that basically Niles and Cece get married. Uh, the same time that Fran and Max do, but Cece is trying to hide him from her social network after they're yes. married. Yes. And it says um, she hires That's an funny. escort to take her to dinner with them instead of taking him along. <laughs> oh, no. That's a horrible thing to do to your husband. It is. It's a good bit, though. It feels and a little also, dark for CBS, doesn't it? Though, like, I don't think we would have ever seen that here. Yeah. So I guess I'm really curious, like, if they're very similar up until season five, I wonder why it wasn't very good. I'd be curious to know. Because you'd think it would be kind of the same. Maybe it's just, maybe it just comes down to performance. You know, I mean, so much of this show hinges on, on Fran Drescher and what she does, you know, that mm-hmm. I don't know that it would be the same show without her. You know what I mean? That's, that's very true. And, um... Yes, the, it comes down to like the the editing and the directing and the acting, and there's so many things that can make, you know, just as I said earlier, there was a line on paper that just seemed like a totally neutral line, and then um, right. Renee Taylor made it incredible. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I I kind of I'm gonna go digging for that. Um, I bet it's on I'd YouTube like to somewhere. See clips. It'd be hard though, right, without the translations. But I, it would be interesting. I also, I mean, at least for me. I feel like you'd lose a lot. I feel like the New York Jewiness <gasps> of Fran, without that, I don't know what this show is either. You know what I mean? And like yes, the like dynamic the queens. there. Yeah, the also, like queens. Wait, oh, oh yeah. my God, Sean. I think I found it. Oh my God. <gasps> you can oh, find it, it on YouTube. Tell me. I love it. 
Okay. I mean, I mean, already like, oh my God, I think this is it. Oh my goodness. I. Well, now we got to Google. Now I'm typing I'm, the I'm Russian nanny. <laughs> no, no, I'm sending it to you. I just sent it on Slack. Oh, wow. It's just like, you know, the woman who plays Fran, they they did a much more generic woman casting. And so much of what is, you know, the nanny is Fran Drescher, you know, like her voice and her and the way that she, you know, her facial structure and everything about it. It would be like trying to like, um, you know, recast like funny girl with a little like um, waspy looking woman or something. It yeah. just doesn't, there's something about that, the way that someone like they look and the way that they, they sort of inhabit space that, that is a huge part of it. And yeah, I can, t- um, but okay. Anyway, so that was a little deep dive that maybe we'll keep it. Maybe we won't. We'll see how interesting it is later. <laughs> um, mm. Okay. So then for the Fran or the CC or the whoever, how did you feel this episode? I guess I felt like the CC because I wouldn't have known what to do if I was trapped in an elevator with a pregnant lady giving birth. <laughs> I would have immediately also freaked out, I think. Like, I don't know anything about, like, I know what I know on TV. Like, give me a, a, a towel and some water, and then I don't know what happens after that. That's so true. That's so true. Do you know what I mean? Like, every time on TV when this, this happens and it's like, oh, no, we're not in the hospital. Someone rolls out their sleeves and they go, I'm going to need, like, a basin and a towel. And then you're like, okay, but then what do you do? So, like, I think I would just be really nervous and panicked and, like, probably not as funny, just, like, scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I said I related to Cece because I'm just, like, never sure. Dating relationships have always been very confusing to me. Um, I feel like the last few episodes I've, I've had big CC energy. I've related to her. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe it's cause you, uh, you're sad. Yeah, no, I, I'm, <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm CC with just without the, the money, which is yeah, exactly. really depressing. <laughs> oh no. Um, so, okay. So that wraps up, uh, part one and, um, we're going to be back next week discussing part two, um, yeah. and I was just thinking, you know, you and I should, uh, I wish that we had an episode where we just sort of talked about, I don't know, not even like, just like, oh my God, we're ending. What? Maybe well, we should, um, call a counselor, a grief counselor. Into, a grief counselor. And I have a whole special episode in between this one and the finale part two. That's just us talking to a grief counselor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or make one of our most like empathetic friends, like sort well, of just like talk to us. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll open the next episode with some, with just some reminiscing and then we'll dive yeah. into the, the, the finale. Um, That's going to be a But huge this was really fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, um, okay. I, if you have last thoughts, I mean, we're not going to be able to do it, but we'd love to hear them. So if you have last thoughts as you're listening to this, you know, you, please go to uh, Oh Mr. Chef Pod on Instagram or on Twitter and let us know, or you can email us at Oh Mr. Chef field podcast at gmail.com and yeah per- per- get some tissues because the next episode's really sad because mm-hmm. it's the last one ever and that's how yeah. it works. okay until next week guys you know until where to find week. us on social 
That's right. And I'll here's a segments theme we may have already heard. So please enjoy it again or for the first time again. And now, segments. Are we ready for segment? We are so ready for segments. Let's go. Um, segments? All right. So segment time. Segments. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segments? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments uh, with Sean and Toria. 